You are now listening to an uncut, unedited version of the recording after the latest episode of the You Run Podcast Horror Movie Review. I love having Skelly on, and having Juliet was great. Yeah, it was nice to hang out with Skelly again. The Evil Dead episode we did a while back was, was super fun, so it was nice to it was nice to have her back for a bit. Yeah, and The Crow is oh, dated, but I still like it. I still really, really enjoy it. Yeah, and I feel like I was bashing it, and I wanted everybody to know. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I took it <laughs> hard, harder than I really wanted to as well, because I didn't go in with the intention of doing that, because I really, really do like that film a lot, and it's one that I'll I'll still continue to watch going forward. But it's hard to sit here when people are asking for a critical advice on a film for me to just glorify something because I like it when the when the when the glaring problems are there to be spoken about. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I I knew it was doomed the second you went. I don't want to be the guy that shits on the crow. I was like, no, just don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, I didn't want to have to do that, but. It needed to be said. It needed to be said. But I love it. I love the mythology behind it. And I love the story. I love the film. And I love the cast. And it'd be, it'd just be wrong for me not to highlight some of the problems that it has. Yeah. 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 I think that's fair. Um, how do you feel about the remake? Because I know Skelly, I've spoken to Skelly about this at length. Um, she's very much a leave it alone. Although she thinks Bill will do a good job, she thinks the movie should be left be. They should leave the crow alone. No, no, I'm I'm championing this new remake. Um, I want it a very dark, very horror centric. Um, and Bill Skarsgård's awesome, and he Could- what he did with Pennywise was insane. Um, and I think he's going to do something cool with this as well. It's going to be it's going to be strange to see him in in a, in this kind of world. And I wonder whether they'll keep it in sort of actiony style the way they did here, because it was very much an action film at the end. Yeah, see, I don't know. So I've read a lot that says the crow, actual him as the crow, is not going to happen until much later in the movie. So from what I've read, it's going to be focused around his and Shelley's lives. And it's going to be leading up to the event. So it might be the start of... Uh, Fucking trilogies again, man. Maybe. Um, Uh, Bullshit, man. I'm calling bullshit on this already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but from what I understand, Shelley's not going to die initially. She's going to have a very, very big pivotal role in this first movie. Right. Are there any news on who's co- who the cast to play her yet? Uh, yeah, they have actually. Give me one second. Probably uh, Jenna Ortega. <laughs> she's everywhere at the minute. No, it's, it's not. Um, I was really pleased with who they cast. Do you know, I'd done a video on TikTok the other day, and can I remember? Um Man, you do a lot of TikTok videos. Yeah, I do too many TikTok videos. Uh, <laughs> the Crow remake. Uh, apologies to people who are listening. I'm currently Googling. Uh, right, here we go. Uh, the While crow, you're doing that, uh, though, can F- you remember? FKA oh, you Twigs. Oh, the female rapper? Yeah, female rapper. And she was in... Oh, what's the name? Is that she... Elon Musk's wife? Is she the one who's married to Elon Musk? No, that's someone else. That's another weird one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think what film. She... She'd done a film. It was a, a real low budget, like B film, but she was really, really good in it. Right, really okay. good in it. Um, and it's got the guy, it's got um, Rupert Sanders is the director and he directed Ghost in a Shell and Snow White and the Huntsman. Aren't both of those films crap? 
from a directoral point of view, no. From a script point of view, yes. Dire. Well, I just remember the controversy surrounding Ghost in the Shell because they cast Scarlett Johansson. And isn't it like an, an Asian-centric anime thing? Yeah, yeah. Is it the stupid thing is that I think she done a good job. I, I didn't necessarily enjoy the movie, but she worked with what she had. Yeah, I like it. I think she's great. I do think yeah. she's great. But back to the crow, though, I want to say how disappointed I was that they never moved forward with the Jason Momoa remake a few years back. Uh, I'm not on that at all. Are you he, not? No, he's, he's a big so... bad boy of the comic. Like he was very much the driving force. The only reason he stepped down is because he couldn't agree with the studio to make it as faithful to the comics as he wanted it to be. Yeah, but he he doesn't. He's not the right guy. He doesn't look right. He, he doesn't. He is the right guy. He's just too buff. If he was skinnier, he would be the right guy because he's yes. acting cool and he, he does suit that role perfectly. He's just too Terminator looking to be do, able to play. play do you actually think. think he's a good actor? Um, it is because in my head, I've not really seen him as Aquaman. I like him. He's charming. He's funny. He has that same thing that Chris Hemsworth has with Thor, and I like that a lot. Um, I haven't really yeah. seen him do anything that's that's really decent, emotionally demanding <laughs> from him in terms of in terms of other than actiony kind of stuff. Whether he could pull off the emotional side of a performance from the crew, I don't know. But I was excited just due to how much I knew he was passionate about the project. Yeah, see, I, I know he's widely loved, and I'm going to say it now. I can't stand him. I think he's so wooden. I just think he's he, he is a budget Chris Hemsworth. A budget rock. Well, then again, the rock's a budget rock himself, anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the rock <laughs> is a caricature of himself and openly goes with that. Yeah, and yeah. He's built his career on being himself, instantly, really. I think he does so well because he's he's made his career on being so over the top. The Rock, that character he made in wrestling, has now become him. Yeah, it's he's yeah, and again, he's not a great actor. But he's like the highest paid guy in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I watch most of the stuff he's in. My uh, Jack is absolutely obsessed with the Jumanji films that he's in. I haven't seen the sequel, but the first one was funny as fuck. Really I really like that. I, I love pref- Jack Black in anything, to be honest. So. I, I prefer the second one. Right. I think we spoke about this before, actually. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Jumanji. Yeah. I, I think I would like to... It's a shame Robin Williams had died because I think had they rebooted it with The Rock as they did and he was still alive, 100% he would have been in to be involved. As like The Huntsman or something cool like that. Yeah, and he's... I miss him as an actor. I do, I do. Um, Yeah, it was very tragic. Very tragic stuff what happened to Robin Williams. What's your Um, favourite Robin Williams film? One Hour Photo. I knew you were going to say that. I love that film as well. And not many people will go through that, but I love that film as well. He is exceptional. Oscar-worthy performance in that movie from him. Yeah. Mine's Flubber, personally. (laughs) I do like Flubber. (laughs) Flubber is the one for me. That's my always go-to Robin Williams film. But yeah, one-hour photo is fantastic. Yeah, if I'm going non-horror, it's got to be Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I think that's very overrated. I watched that not so long back. I say I watched it. It was on like when you turn your telly on and it's like on on like one of the weird TV channels. Do people even watch TV channels anymore? It wasn't on Netflix, but I put normal telly on just randomly and it came on and there's like, I think it was about 30 minutes in. It was doing the beach scene and stuff where it throws the, um, is it an orange? Orange, yeah, at the swimming, swimming pool. Yeah, Pierce yeah. Boston's head. And I was like, 
I'm not really sure about this anymore. Oh, hello, dear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's great. He's great in everything. But that film itself is just a little bit... It's at the beginning with the, with the kids and they're doing the... Um, is it the House of Pain? Yeah. And they're dancing on the table at the birthday party. It gets me every time, that scene. Yeah, it it is really good. And he was great. And even things that he just voiced, like he voiced the genie and Aladdin. And his stand-up is still some of the funniest stuff and still holds up today. I'll be honest, I've never, ever seen any of his stand-up stuff. Go and watch it. He's the only comedian I've ever seen who can tell you a story about life without throwing loads of fuck shits and bollocks in it and make you laugh. Right. I'll, I'll YouTube some of that stuff after we're finished here tonight. I'll check it out. Yeah, he's very, very, very funny. Very funny. Um, so the other one I really like, and he's really dated and really dated in wokeness. I think he, he would not he'd not get very far today was Eddie Murphy's early stuff. Yeah, I don't like Eddie Murphy. I like him in Beverly Hills Cop, Nutty Professor 1, and literally only Nutty Professor 1, and that is it. How about as Donkey in Shrek and Donkey? No, irritating. I don't even like the Shrek films. They irritate me as well. Really? I had a niece and we Yeah, I had a niece and we watched... Um, which one did we watch? It didn't have the kids in it. I don't think it was the first one. I mean, it was maybe the, sec- the second... What happens in the second Shrek film? Uh, can't remember what happened in the second Shrek film. I can't. No one cares anyway. Shrek shit, man. <laughs> Uh, are you not a fan of Mike Myers then? Yeah, I love Mike Myers. Um, oh, you do, just not just I, don't nah, track. I, Do you know what? I'm a bit. I, I do like Mike Myers. I like Wayne's World one. Don't like Wayne's World two. I like Austin Powers one. Not really a big fan of Austin Powers two or three. Do you know? Like, there's a trend with him. He sort of like tends to get quite tired with his material very quickly. He wears it out as thin as he can, unfortunately. So I married an axe murderer. That's great. But if there had been a sequel to So I Married an Axe Murderer, I probably wouldn't have liked that. Could, could <laughs> because he would have repeated the same jokes in it throughout. Could they have sequeled that? I don't even think they could sequel it, could they? I can't even remember what happens at the end, to be honest. No, no, I, I, I can't. I can't. Um, I've just noticed you've got a new poster behind you as well. I have, yes. I have my Halloween Hens poster. Halloween Hens? Halloween, Halloween Hens? Halloween, Halloween Hens poster. Um, You're going to have a pressure on me now and ask me the account. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not, because it's Love Horror Films. I know who sent it to you. That's the one. That's the one. I, I know him by name, but I never can remember his Instagram tag. But yeah, it's really, really cool, man. Um, so I put it in sync with my Halloween one, and then followed by Halloween ends. How long it stays up there for is um, debatable. We will find out in October whether it remains on the wall or not. Uh, I, I think it will stay there, purely for the fact that he's such a talented guy. That poster's yeah. probably better than the poster they will release. I think so. It's so cool. So cool. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who haven't seen the poster, which I've been bragging about on my Instagram page, you can go and find the guy. Um, watch yeah, what, horror films. Watch horror check, films. Him out. check him out. He does some really, really cool stuff. Um, he's recently just been to all the Stranger, film, Stranger Things filming locations. And he's done some really cool edits where he's taken the photos of the current state of the building. And then he's put like backgrounds of the upside down with the lightning stuff behind it all. It's really, really good. Such a talented, talented photographer and editor. Yeah, so, super, super, super cool account. Um, yeah, check him out. Anyway, we've been talking for like 20 minutes and not mentioned a single piece of news. Obviously, we spoke about The Crow, but I want to talk about... Um, I've gone blank. What do I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, 
there's a couple of things I want to talk about this week. I know you mentioned you want to talk about The Orphan, but before we get to The Orphan prequel, I want to talk about a film called The Fall. Have you seen the trailer for The Fall? No, not heard of it. Oh, mate, honestly, it fucking looks terrifying. So this is a survival horror type film, film similar to what you would find with Frozen and... <clears throat> Not the kids' Disney sing along. Let it the go. one with, yeah, no, definitely not that <laughs> one. Um, uh, Forty-eight hours later, or whatever it is, the one where he gets crushed on the rock. It's a similar sort of vibe to that. So it's like a survival horror. So basically, the trailer starts and opens up with what's the Randy Meeks's nephew's son called? Um, Uncle, uncle's brother, sister's mother. What's he called? Uh, the twins. Yeah, the male version. Uh, you've got Mindy and Chad. Is it Chad? He I looks like say, a Chad. He does. He wears we'll, a jacket. Yeah, we'll get Chad. It's Chad. Yeah, it's Chad. So, so it's it's got Chad in it. So basically, he's not actually in it. So it's his his partner and Chad, and he they're into like rock climbing and all the rest of it. And it shows you early on in the trail that he falls and dies from a climbing accident. She's really upset about it. She hasn't climbed since. And the blonde girl from Halloween 2018 who gets the closet door and then gets the sheet for another. The babysitter, yeah. who's awesome, who should not have died as early as she did. She's yeah. the lead character with the other girl, with the Chad's partner. I'm yeah. making this a way more confusing than it needs to be, but we're getting there. <laughs> Basically, she goes around to see her in the trailer and says, look, it's, you haven't climbed for a year. We need to get you out. We need to get you back out again. You need to move on with your life kind of stuff. And then she talks about climbing this big radio tower in the middle of the desert. I mean, this thing is fucking humongous. Like, they show you on the trailer, they sort of zoom up to it and then zoom up the tower oh that's cool oh man honestly it looks fucking incredible it's so cool so they climb it and this is all in the trail i'm not spoiling the film by the way i can imagine this goes to some very crazy places they climb the tower they get to the top and just before the last girl gets to the top the ladder breaks they manage to grab her pull her up to the top and they're on this little balcony right at the top and all the ladders broken down for maybe about 10 15 feet and it's about them being stuck there the sun's coming in they're running out of water they've got to get down and and you see him like trying to do snippets and lowering ropes to get to the ladder and it, it looks so so cool yeah no fuck that that's scary yeah mate honestly it, it made me feel really anxious watching the trailer because this is so high so high yeah see i'm okay with heights but on the provision that i can get down from said height if you put me there and i'm trapped then no i'm not i'm not in for that yeah, I'm a big fan of like survival horror stuff like that. I really like it. Yeah, the one I, do. I watched recently with um, yeah, there's a recent one I watched with Daniel Radcliffe where they go on like a kayaking adventure thing. Oh, is this the one where he's in the jungle? Jungle, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's so cool. And you oh, wouldn't necessarily think it's like a horror; it's more of a drama kind of but, thing. But it's not; it's a horror. This is a survival horror. How much weight did he lose for that role? Man, it's crazy, crazy. I don't think yeah. that was CGI either. I think he genuinely did do a Christian Bale for that. Yeah, no, he did genuinely lose the weight. And he looks sick in that film. Yeah, he looks, he looks Ill. so ill. But that was an amazing film. I love films like that. I love it, it. He's, he's really underrated as well, in my opinion. Yeah. Everyone just sees Harry Potter. But as an actor, he's incredible. I think he's starting to lose that slightly. <clears throat> he's got the weird Al Yankovic biopic coming out of all things, hasn't he? I think that's certainly going to shake his Harry Potter reputation, if anything. Yeah, I think so. He'd done a... Um, so right after Harry Potter, he'd done a World War Two like mini series where he played a soldier who was he's a young soldier and he got promoted up the ranks and they'd done the whole thing where you're really really rooting for him 
and you want him to survive and you want him to get home to his family. And then at the end, they reveal that he's a German soldier, not a, not a British soldier. Soldier. Oh, it's clever. so good. Yeah, that is clever. Um, I haven't seen that and I probably won't see that. I don't tend to go for more no. filmed biopics, that kind of thing. They're just not. No, really it, mine. it was something Lisa was watching and it was just something that it grabbed my attention because it was so good. And yeah. then when they'd done the reveal at the end, I was like, that's. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I went to push the lever to push my chair back. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, okay, we, we still have listeners to this. So Mark adjusted his chair and disappeared from the screen as he sank to the floor. <laughs> I pressed the wrong lever. I do apologise. There we go. I was just trying to recline it back, not sink down as low as I did then. <laughs> uh, you say about um mike myers redoing gags that is a mike myers gag that is a mike myers gag and that was not intentional i do apologize for the interruption. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well you've completely fucked my train of thought now so um, orphan first kill yes have you have seen you the trailer seen... yes i have what do you think um uh, yeah it looks great it looks great i'm really excited about it i love the first orphan film i like how they incorporated the neon lighting drawing stuff in the trailer that was something i didn't expect them to come back around to again they showed that in the trailer and i also like that they're refusing to use the aging technology and cgi so this is all done with makeup and is it really it's all done with makeup and it's all done with use of camera angles and the way they film i imagine they'll be like the same way they do with the child's play stuff where they use a young actor to play the Chucky Dawn thing. I can imagine there'll be a few scenes like that where they'll use stunt doubles to film her from behind. But the stuff that's actually using her likeness and her face is all done makeup and not done CGI or de aging. Wow. Well, it looks that, fantastic, doesn't it? It, it does. How long's it been as well since that first film? What's the what's the well, time she's like that? I think she's like twenty four now, so it's got to be the best part of ten years, I'd have said. Yeah, that that's impressive. Maybe maybe I mean ten years might be a stretch. Maybe no, no, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a 2002-2004 film. I'll Google, I'll, let me just Google when the original Orphan came out. But yeah, I would have said, because she, when she filmed it, she'll have been in like her teens. Yeah, I, I think she was, I think she was mid-teens. Or something tells me she was 16. Oh, I don't want to Google Oprah Winfrey for one minute. I, I love how Google tries to guess what you want. Oh, 2009, so... 13 years. Wow. 13 years. Yeah, so she'll have been 11 when she filmed. Unless I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that I read recently in an interview that she was like 20, uh, she's 24. Shit. Because so, that's for the article I read about I'm using, insisting on using de-aging technology and just doing it all practically with makeup and stuff. So yeah, that, so 13 years ago. That, that's amazing. And not being funny, how many studios would make the decision to do that? If that was... If that was one of the, I don't know what studio has done it, but if that was Blumhouse, that's CGI all day long. Yeah, it's just a weird property to go back to. And I'm not taking any way, anything away from the first Orphan film because it's fantastic. Like, it's one of my favourite favorite sort of Christmas season films. Like, it's not a Christmassy season film, yeah. but it's, it's a snowy film. So I always tend to try and revisit it at that time of year. Yeah. Um, and even though the twist ending... I'm not going to say it here, but if you've seen the first one, you know how it pans out. It doesn't take anything away from rewatchability. Um, and I like that film a lot. It's just, to me, it doesn't seem like the kind of film that you would want to go back and put this much effort into making a prequel using no. the same character as well. 
No, there must be a reason for it. And the fact they've waited a decade, it's not a cash grab. There's a purpose. The script, the script must have been solid. Um, but then again, it's coming straight to Paramount Plus. So is it? Uh, but then again, you don't know. You can't make your yeah, mind up with streaming services these days. And knocking no, out some great content. That's the thing. It's not like it used to be. I think COVID has changed the landscape completely because there's so many movies now that go straight to streaming that are really good. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for one. Yeah. And I think had that gone for a theatrical release, had people sat and watched that in the theatre, that wouldn't have got as bashed as much as it did. The thing is, I don't think people would have seen it. I think the, I think the franchise has been that tainted now that nobody's going to go out and spend 10, 20 quid on a, on a cinema ticket to see a franchise film. Like the, that is probably got a high, high percentage of a chance of being shit. Whereas when you can watch it at home for free, I mean, you say for free, you're paying for your subscription, but when you can sit at home in the comfort of your home and think, well, if it's shit, I haven't lost anything. I might as well well, spend an hour and see how it goes. You say that, but people still pack the cinema for Halloween sequels. Halloween is a solid franchise, though. (laughs) It's got some holes. (laughs) I'm just going to say resurrection to you. Yeah, but we're on a different path now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my way back. For, so for anyone who doesn't know, obviously, we've got the franchise head-to-head going. Um, I've just reached Resurrection, um, is the latest instalment of Halloween I watched. Um, I'm going to save my opinions on that movie for the for the episode, but Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes needs to appear at ends. There needs to be a karate Fuck kick you, man. You're to trying Michael to see <laughs> You're just one of those people who wants to see this franchise burn. That's your problem. Is it? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm the person sat at the back of the cinema going, let it burn! Yeah. <laughs> who the hell in the entire planet would want Buster Rhymes to come back to this new trilogy? I, I just want, I want there to be someone filming a documentary in the town and I want it to be Buster Rhymes and I want, when Michael Myers comes to kill him, I want him to kick him in the face. <laughs> Myers can kill him, but I just want him to kick him in the face. That's all I want out of ends. Man, we're not far away now from Halloween, and I'm I'm so I'm so so nervous about it. Did you see that? Uh, although it was debunked and was seen this thing, did you see the still image floating around the internet of Myers with the? It was basically a Rob Zombie two Myers get up, but he had the Halloween mask and he had an axe on his back and like a big sickle machete thing. It looked yeah. fucking awesome. I would love to see that because yeah. this has got a four year time jump now. If he comes back looking exactly like he did at the end of Kills, I'm gonna be like, what is? Once he does, he washed his outfit. And I would love him to actually use something else apart from his knife. I just want to see an outfit change, to be honest with you, man. I mean, I can't see him coming back in the same get-up. He's been hibernating wherever he's been for the past four years. There's no way he's going to look exactly the same. If I wore this entire outfit that I've got on now for four years without washing it or cleaning it, because I'm assuming this guy doesn't have access to a washing machine, it's not oh. going to look the same. This, well, maybe he's gone robbing gardens and he, you're gonna, he's going to turn up in a pair of jeans and a T-shirt, a Make America Great Again T-shirt. <laughs> I can you imagine. That would be cool. <laughs> a Trump hat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just hope they put enough, enough thought into these things by doing this time jump. Um, yeah. I don't think it was necessary, to be perfectly honest with you. The cast all look the same. It's, they should have just stuck with the original idea of having all three of them continue on over one night. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. Um, we need to hurry things along a little bit, though, because I'm going out tonight that people don't know. <laughs> well, where are you going? I am going down the local pub where I will um, consume many, many beers, even more than I have now we've recorded with Skelly and now this. So, yes. yeah, I'm, 
I'm going to go and continue. For those who aren't aware, Skelly and her daughter, Juliet, are in Australia. So for us to accommodate time differences, we're recording a lot earlier than usual. So, yeah. so hence normally, why we're still sober and eligible for listeners. Yeah, so normally we record, we, we start recording nine o'clock-ish UK time and we go through till midnight one, two, whatever, however drunk we get and however long we chat. Um, yep. But today we started at one o'clock our time in the afternoon. We've had a couple of casual beers, then then got into this. And yeah, I'm going to go and get showered and changed and then go down the pub and get absolutely wasted. I don't blame you. The weather is glorious here at the moment in the UK and I might do the same thing myself. Yeah. Um, but I, before we do that, there is one thing I know you want to talk about. It's the um, Rob Zombie trailer for The Monsters. <sighs> yeah, you see, I'm like I say, I'm... <laughs> I, I'm speechless at this point. I say I want to talk about it, but I honestly do not know what to say to you right now. Well, this is where something unthinkable is going to happen. I think it looks fucking great. I am fully Oh, my God. No fucking way. I had, from his teaser trailer that was all black and white and they, they mocked the, the original opening, yeah. I was so pissed off and I was genuinely angry. What I got in this trailer... I was literally grinning ear to ear. I'm so happy. It's so bright. It's so vibrant. It's the mad macabre take that I wanted Rob Zombie to do. Mate, it looks like he's filmed it in his back garden. Like the I, I costume like design, the, the makeup, everything is so glaringly budget. And it's not budget. I think he's got a massive budget for this. Yeah, he And has. then the plot as well that they portrayed in the trailer about this love story between Herman Munster and I don't know what yeah, her name is. Lily. Lily. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, like I said, I've got no prior knowledge to the monsters to be able to pass judgment on the story. And it this is, trailer did not appeal to me in the slightest. It's being universally slammed if you go on TikTok or Instagram or wherever, everyone's kicking the life out of it. Yeah. For someone who openly dislikes most of what Rob Zombie does, I am the most excited I've been about anything he's done. I've got full faith in this is going to leave a few people going actually that was good do you think this is still going to be the vibe and this tone he's going to take or do you think this is still a little bit of a teaser no i think this is it we are getting full on it's almost like a flintstones vibe yeah that's exactly what it looks like like a like a like a cheap saturday morning version of the flintstones yeah and i love the live action flintstones so i'm fully in for this i was getting like thunderbird vibes and stuff like that from it it was weird it was really jarring to watch man i don't know I can understand why people are so confused by it. Yeah, I, I, I'm really happy with what he's done. I, I know the rest. Of, <laughs> I watched a video yesterday where someone went, uh, we're going to be dropping a video later this week, but I wanted to quickly talk about this trailer because this could potentially be the worst movie ever made. I'm concerned he's going to get cancelled after this, I'll be honest. Really? I think so, yeah. I think this might be the final nail in his, his, uh, his directorial career. I really hope not. I hope it's as fun and as silly as it looks. That's kind of what I want from the Munsters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know the Munsters, and I only know Rob Zombie as a dark, hillbilly-loving, statistic man. And, and for me, this is a very, very different take from what I'm used to from him. Um, he's, he's PG. He's, he's got, to, got to stick to the PG ratings. So it's yeah, a kid's film. Just a bit silly, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to put any director in a hole and say that this is what you do and this is how you have to be because that's, of course, not 
how it should be in, in but, Hollywood. They should be able to take on What you're but, saying is Rob Zombie lives in a hole where he's good at hillbilly violence. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, yeah, basically, stay in your lane, buddy, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never thought I'd say this, but poor Rob Zombie. I, I'm genuinely stunned that this is the way this conversation is going. I like him. You know I like him. You know how much I love Rob Zombie. I love his music. I love some of his films that he's done so far. And even the ones that I don't like, I can still appreciate his, um, his eye for cinematography and his directorial talent. I just don't think that this is very, very good. I might be wrong, and I hope I'll eat my hat when it comes out and I really enjoy it, and we're sat here talking about it, and I'm like, do you know what, man? I watched that with my nephew, and we fucking laughed from start to finish. It was such a cool ride. Yeah. Because I like the idea of, when I was growing up, I always liked the idea of of horror movie characters and horror movie sort of undertones in kids' cartoons and stuff. Scooby-Doo and, you know, things like that, like uh, the Gargoyles, and there was a cartoon about, the mummies and things like that. Like I love stuff like that growing up. So obviously if this has the same effect on kids of a generation today, then fair play, man, bring it on. I like, I, I I champion it, but for me as an adult watching it, it just looks fucking stupid. Do do you know he's waited over a decade to get hold of the monsters? I hope for his sake, he fucking nails it then. (laughs) He's been very vocal as well. I don't know if you've seen any of the things that he said about it. Not particularly. I know it's something that's close to his heart. He's a big fan. Yeah, so he, he's gone down the route of basically he doesn't care what other people think or what other people say in comments at the moment because he knows what he's making is true to anyone who loves the monsters and anyone who loves the monsters will love his movie. Yeah, but then again, that's all down to perspective, isn't it? Like, that's what his take is on the monsters, and that's what yeah. he loves about the monsters. But somebody else who loves the monsters might not love it for the same reasons he does. So he's creating his own vision, his own take. Yeah, and he done the know. same when he done <clears throat> Halloween as well. He was very much, anyone who loves Halloween will love this. I don't think he was necessarily wrong. I just think people who love Halloween were too afraid to say that this was appreciated, that this was good. But I really like Rob Zombie's take on Halloween in both one and two. I've said it multiple times and I still stand by it. I think it was a creative decision and he made the right, the right creative decision. One, um, it one didn't I sit loved. well with everybody. Yeah, it didn't sit well with everybody, but you know what? It doesn't matter. The original no. is still there. Do you know, you either like it or you don't like it. If you don't yeah. like it, don't watch it. It's the it same ex- with the monsters. I'm not going to go on the internet and blast it and call fuck out of it and tell him that he's an idiot. It's just, if I don't like it, I just won't watch it. No, exactly that. And uh, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 is exceptional. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 made me appreciate how good John Carpenter is. So it, it had a positive effect on me anyway. <laughs> yeah, but even as far as... even apart- <laughs> It still must rank higher on your list than quite a lot of the entries in the franchise. Uh, it's in the bottom four. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Where are we at with the? Yeah, to be fair though, because he's only real. Yeah, it's still in the bottom four of mine, but it's certainly better than five, six, and Resurrections. Yeah, my my bottom four are Rob Zombies two, uh, Resurrection six. Don't fucking say it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. You H2O. don't mean it, though. I know you don't. Oh. <laughs> what are you saying? H2O? Yeah. No, you don't mean that. Yeah, I do. I, do. I dislike H2O. Well, it's going to be Heather's campaign now because she loves that film. So, Heather, 
take him down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it now. H2O is shit. Anyway, the one other thing I want to talk about before we go, and it is the last thing. Is... You keep saying that, though, but this was yeah, 20 no, no. minutes ago you said you were Yeah, but no, this, this really is the last thing. Um, <clears throat> save the spiders. Arachnophobia for the show. Start sending in messages now. No, I'm not doing it, man. I'll tell you now, I'm not <laughs> fucking doing it. You made me do H4. If, they, if, the, if the listeners say arachnophobia, it's happening. No, you can't. That's, no, that's not fair, though. That's cruel. Like, I have a genuine fear. That's not like, it's not I, the same thing. I had a genuine fear of Halloween 4, and you made me no, live you, it. You made me live it for an entire season. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, though, man, if it means that I don't have to put up with reels and posts and tags of things with spiders on for the next six months i'll watch it tomorrow just to get out of the way <laughs> I, I did i did like when i put the first one on and i know you would have looked at it and then that massive spider crawled across the screen yeah i was like you fucking asshole man <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway i am gonna let you go and i'll uh, yeah. i'll catch up with you later no worries man Enjoy oh, the and, and thank you for everyone who's listening i always forget when we do news that there's people here <laughs> yeah because it's so jarring because they're not usually here when we do this that's why no, exactly. So thank you very much for listening and yeah, we'll, we'll catch you all soon. See you next week, guys. Cheers. Thank you for listening to our latest edition of Horror Movie News. Uh, if you like this and you want to check out the main show, make sure you head over to our website, which is yourunpodcast.com. Remember, you run the show.